nice and cozy in here. Chestnuts roasting on an open fire. <laughs> my chestnuts went back up into my body. <laughs> Dude, that What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Winners Let's Lounge. go! <laughs> Come on, Nuggets, get the win in. I don't care. Ugly, pretty, medium, boring, whatever. I don't care. You beat the Suns in Man. their house. Let's go. Their fans are whining. Up, I know the timeline, and they're all sad. Imagine up in their what, club. Oh man, up in their <laughs> club. Do we just take over? <laughs> Get a little bottle service. Nuggets clown the Suns, and then collapse <laughs> against the Suns, and then squeak out a disgusting and sometimes ugly, but maybe gritty win. Uh, mm. To break it down with me, I got the homies. I got Brendan Vote. I had a great time watching that game, man. Here's the thing. As smug as I am, regular season basketball still does it for me, fellas. Dude, I'm with you on this one. Still does it for Do me. Do we have a total, uh, the meme of the bus, you know? Like, you were yes. on that side of the bus yeah, looking yeah. out at the sun. Yeah, yeah. And we're dude. over here at the wall, like, oh, they're not making their free throws. Oh, fun uh, game, man. <laughs> over here, I got D-line code. Uh, don't misinterpret. I mean, like, I enjoyed the game. I'm very happy that they won. I mean, but, I like, that was not enjoyable. <laughs> You're that exhausted. Was, like, I w yeah, like... You know, you're happy when you win the fight, but like in the fight, when the fight's happening, like that's not that fun. But <laughs> listen, right now, dude, let's go, dude. You were getting punched in the face a little bit, though. You, you, are, you're that the meme, the girl that's like, yeah, face I is all yes. bludgeon. I, 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 I posted that exact. I posted that exact meme. Did you really? <laughs> yes, I did. <laughs> there you go. And then over there, the handsome one, Harrison Wind. I was sitting right next to D-line the whole game. Yeah. If the Nuggets lost, I don't know if he'd be on the show right now. Bro, I, yeah. I don't know if I'd be on I don't know if he'd be here right now. I don't know if I'd be on Did it ever? Did it cross your mind at any point that if they lose, you might scooter home? Oh, I don't have my scooter here. Oh, man, that's a tough break for <laughs> and you. And you might have been on the show. Thank, <laughs> God, they won. <laughs> Thank God they won. Um, yes, there were moments in this game where it did feel like agony, where you just sat there like you were being tortured. Um, but that's fun, man. That's what sports do to you. They Absolutely. give you that agony, that beautiful agony. Let's do a fast breakdown here. First note I have, MPJ left-handed dunk to start the game. That you guys was remember this? wild. Nasty. Filthy, man. It is hard to jump that. I mean, he was a tough one. He gets a ball high. I don't, are we calling this a dunk, by the way? Because he kind of threw, threw it, it in. into the rim. I don't know. No hand-to-rim contact. So no hand-to-rim sure. contact. Do we feel like this is another instance where your first note tells the story of the game? <laughs> this is so true. <laughs> yeah, it really yes. does. <laughs> awesome dunk, but also not a dunk. <laughs> That's exactly what this game was. Uh, KD scoring easy. Remember he opened this game, was getting like bucket after bucket I after do. bucket. I do. Will anyone be able to slow him down, I wonder? Michael Porter Jr. playing with confidence and aggression early on. The first quarter, I, not quite a Porter quarter, but close to a Porter quarter. Yeah. Uh, 19 to 6 Nuggets run there in the uh, middle of the first quarter. They got their footing, and it was like it was a party here at the DNVR bar. Uh, Reggie and DeAndre pick and roll to end the quarter. Oh. And guess what, guys? They extended the lead all the way up to 41 30 Nuggets. I'm telling you, they were scoring in droves. Second quarter, bench st stint here, guys. It's going to get nervous. No, it's not. The bench was a plus two in those minutes, um, in the non-Jokic minutes, and they looked great. The Reggie DeAndre pick and roll was looking like a thing. And then here's where the game got fun. Peyton gets the Kevin Durant assignment in the second quarter and starts locking Whoa. him up. We call. We were. We were hoping that this would happen. We saw that, that there was at least a possibility. It was on the table. Stylistically, body for body, like just 
two long, lanky guys being uh, going up against one another. One offensively focused, the other defensively focused. Mm-hmm. What happens? Defense wins championships. <laughs> um, he was really incredible for a lot of stretches his night and really terrible for a short, meaningful yeah. stretch that yeah. we'll have to get to. Uh, Jokic has 10 assists since the second quarter. And then the aforementioned Peyton meltdown. Malone rode him. You know, it was almost like he was playing so well and... and Mike had such a good rhythm offensively in the first quarter. He's on the bench for a little bit of extended time, in part, I think, because Peyton was playing so well defensively. Malone was right, I think, to leave him in. Yeah. But as Malone does often, left him in a little too long. And the final, like, three minutes of the quarter of the half was a meltdown for Peyton Watson. Denver should have been up 15 at the minimum, maybe yep. even 20. Yep. Instead, 70-63 Nuggets, and you just felt, like, deflated. Second half, Nuggets dominating every possession. Um, that they didn't make a mistake, but sadly they would make enough mistakes in that quarter to kind of make it rough. Malone called a rage timeout very quickly. Jokic went into scoring mode. The Suns stormed back, cut it to three. Jokic had one of the most egregious flops. Accentuations of contact that I have seen. That was real bad. And then Nurkic started taking it to Jokic. Jokic started struggling and Nurkic was going at him. They were like ISOing Nurkic and getting what they wanted out of it. We were in hell for a second. 94-91. Malone calls a rage timeout in the fourth quarter, one minute into the game, and then it's a tie game. Jokic, we're going to fast forward to four minutes. Jokic picked up two weird fouls in a row in the same possession in a span Mm -hmm. of about five seconds. And you're thinking like, oh, God, I don't like anything that's going on. Michael Porter Jr., though. Hit maybe the biggest shot of the game with mm. a tough mid-range jumper when Denver didn't have any. It was like almost Michael Porter settled things down with yeah. a tough midi. Then KCP hits a corner off a corner three off of a nice feed from Yoke, and the Nuggets are back up to six. Nuggets were getting stops, but they kept fouling. That's what I say about mistakes. Denver was doing a good job, but they kept fouling. Um, <laughs> Michael Porter Jr. missed a wide open corner three. Should Yoke have taken it? That'll be a, a, taking a layup. He had a wide open layup, kicks it to Michael Porter for an even more wide open corner three, and he misses. Uh, how do you miss Nurkic that? hits one of two free throws. Yoke missed a wide open layup, and now we're in danger zone, you guys. But they give the ball to Nurkic, and for whatever reason, he elbows Jokic right in the face. For Completely whatever reason. avoidable. Very avoidable. Did not need to happen. He was painting a masterpiece, but but you know, good news. It was also his sixth foul. So like, <laughs> if ever there was a, if ever was, there was the least timely, flagrant foul, sixth foul, Nurkic Dude. found it. It was, um, and then Jokic had a sexy layup at the end, to uh, basically seal this one nineteen one eleven Nuggets. Sexy. Um, that was a lot of notes because this was a weird game with a lot of twists and turns, Man. like a knife to the gut. Uh, Harrison, what's your big takeaway? This game for me was about Peyton Watson. And the right we've been away. waiting for Peyton Watson to break out all season. And this is really the first game where he's just put his stamp on it. You mentioned how Malone wrote him, and he did. He played 25 minutes tonight. That's the most he's played all season. And he held Kevin Durant to 0 of 10 shooting in the second half. 0 of 10 shooting in the second half. Like, that's crazy. Kevin Durant. Versus Peyton Watson. Kevin Durant tried to go at him all night. He had his way in the first half. Peyton Watson locked him up in the second half. This felt like a a coming-of-age game for Peyton Watson. It felt like a breakout game. It felt like the first game in Peyton Watson's career when the Nuggets were really counting on him for something. Yep. When he was sharpied into the game plan and they needed something from Peyton Watson. And he delivered. Delivered. He absolutely delivered. That's a great, a great summation. That is fantastic. Thank you. 
Uh, I love it. Uh, that's so true because Peyton Watson has never been counted on before. He was absolutely counted on. He rose to the occasion. That is so fantastic. That is just a beautiful, uh, hopefully, sign of things to come. Uh, my big takeaway is that like, I just wanted, I wanted that game to look so different, but it doesn't matter because we get the W and the Nuggets persevere. They are still the Denver Nuggets. They are without Jamal Murray. They are without Aaron Gordon. Obviously, you have two missing starters on the Suns, one theoretical and one actual. Um, they found a way to win in a way it, it the way that it started off we were it was just a party like it, they, the nuggets were clowning the sun we were laughing i was tweeting and then like was, then reality like really came crashing down at the end of that second like going into the half was just a disaster class by the denver nuggets in so many ways and then it just became an absolute rock fight and coming out on top the denver nuggets like in on the road uh, a lot of reasons why things weren't necessarily going their way, but just guys stepped up at the right moments, and it's beautiful to see. I mean, like, lest we need another reminder of how good this team is and, and what they're made of, like, they, they showed it to us. Yeah. Uh, winning ugly is important, especially on the road. Like, of course. Think about where we came from with our, the road L- yeah, I mean, listen, like one. like I said, I just, I, wanted, I just wanted tonight to be just like a petty, nonsense, you know, like just a tweet yeah. fest, and it, I, it, we didn't get it. And I was in agony, but look at me now. Still kind of miserable, but happy. <laughs> You're coming back to life. Like you. Well, it was slowly but surely. <laughs> Do you think it was it worse, D line, that they showed us a little of the dominance? Like, that, what, if it was an ugly I'm, game the whole way through. Yes. That yeah. that 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 yeah. is, I think, at the crux of the issue. Yeah. Is that it? Like, it, it was started trending off in towards such a way. glorious vibes or immaculate night and yeah. turned into a gutsy win. Yeah, yeah, gutsy win. You know. Yeah. Uh, what about you? Player shout out. Justin Holiday. Great. Dude, it's the holiday season. Maybe an A-plus game from Justin Holiday tonight. Six of eight from the floor, three of five from deep, 15 points, five assists, zero turnovers, one steal. As far as spot starts go, that's flawless. That's spotless. Yeah. I really, he, and what, you know, it wasn't all just supplemental. He had that one really clutch jumper. Um, I'm forgetting the situation now, but it was like at the end yeah, of the shot. Yeah, it was at the club. end. Yeah. It was, it end was a sh- pull-up. Two off yep. the dribble That's when right. Denver was, had nothing going. It was, a, going. It was an OD um, hang pull. Yeah. <laughs> it was, it was uh, honestly in that specific moment, Mike Contested had too. had like a tough shot, That's and I right. felt like it was a Mike. It was almost like he gave another grenade because it was like Mike, you're got to be the one to take right, the tough right, shot. Right. And he passed it to Justin, and Justin takes the tough shot and made it. And made it. Uh, <laughs> so we've talked a lot about how he helps the spacing, but I wrote this in the grades today or yesterday. It's not just theoretical shooting right now from Justin Holiday. Yeah. The shots he's getting, he is hitting. Yep. And so it's gone from like, hey, thanks for showing up and playing hard to like, yo, you're a big part of the reason why they won this game tonight. And he's been a big part of a lot of their recent wins, man. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he's been huge. I liked the rotation tonight, man. It sucks that Zeke Naji is the odd man out. It'll be interesting to see if he makes it. Just, it just sucks because we view Zeke Naji as like a guy that could potentially be a long-term piece. But I like, like, if you have to pick the guys that play, I don't want Justin Holiday out the rotation, you know? I I like that he plays. I like like what he brings to the table. And I like that you made this point. You know, he's a 39% three-point shooter. Yeah. Career. Career, yeah. So I don't think this is like an anomaly. You know, I don't think this is a, well, he's just running hot. I think that there's always these players in the NBA that 
are way better than you think. They just don't get to play on the good teams. I always, it's called the Boris Diaw principle, right? He was a great player on like terrible teams and everyone just thought he was fat and out of shape. <laughs> I Justin Holiday, I'm not saying it's Boris Diaw because he's not that great. But I do wonder if I'm like, he knows where to be. He knows how to cut. He knows how to play defense. He knows when not to take shots and when to take shots. He knows all those things. Yeah. And then he's competent. So it is interesting to me just watching him play because I'm like, why was this guy considered washed? Right. Well, he's been pretty bad the last couple of years, but he's but been. But that's in... my point, though, is the the teams that he's on. Right. And I mean, we've seen now, end of bench guys who have been written off can come to the Nuggets and revitalize their careers. But not and, and not all, because this the point I'm, I, that I think is important here is there are players who have come here and not been, you know, fantastic. But the play, but he seems to fit the mold of yeah. a guy that knows how to play, like knows yeah, right. what to do, right. and he's not great at anything. But he's kind of good at everything. He's not bad mm -hmm. at anything, which yeah. is kind of just as important. Solid. He's a solid player. Has the, the chat has named him Justin Soliday. <laughs> Yo, that's actually great. That's really, Justin Soliday. Actually, that's really good. Who did that? Justin Soliday. Who did that? <laughs> that's actually that's really, not really bad, good. Not bad, chat. Not bad. Uh, <laughs> man, is this this is like PJ Composure? We have Justin Soliday. Ju yeah, Justin. Very, yeah. Of the same vein. Of the same vein. <laughs> yeah. Uh, my, my big takeaway is that this game was the personification of Peyton Watson and probably to a certain extent Julian Strother and Christian Brown. Mm. And that is to say that the talent was immense. The talent was unbelievable. They are good enough. But what do I always say about basketball? It's as much about not making mistakes as it is about making spectacular plays. Peyton Watson made spectacular plays all night long. The volume of spectacular defensive yeah. sequences that he had. And then, by the way, offense that was very timely yep. was unbelievable. But he also made some plays that made this a tight game. He both won them the game and made it an ugly really game. Good. <laughs> it's like in like a 10 minute swing. What am, I, where, am I supposed to thank him or be mad? I can't understand. Like we were, we were cruising. It was the personification of him. But I think that that makes sense, right? We know that this Nuggets team has the talent. The question is, they're so inexperienced and so young. And one of the things we always talk about with Peyton specifically is when he seems to understand and accept the assignment, he's a world beater. Go play hard, make play, make defensive plays, just make things happen by flying around. When he feels the like, oh man, I'm in my bag, even defensively, going for steals, yeah. just getting a little too aggressive or stuff, we saw Yoke coming over to him a bunch and doing this one, like, like listen, no, no, don't try to block the fadeaway. He's seven yep. feet tall. Don't just put your hand up and make him miss. And guess what? He's going to go 0 for 11 on you. And it's that, like, he's going to learn those lessons. But you just have to remember, when you have young guys like him, it's sometimes those lessons are going to come and go, sometimes in the same game. And that's what happened tonight. And he probably was the guy who accepted his role for 20 of 25 minutes tonight. Yeah. And it was those final couple minutes of the second quarter that were just a disaster. Yep. And then, like, a couple plays here and there in the second half. In the, in the clutch in particular. Like, yeah. going for these steals where you're just fouling Katie. Like, Katie isn't making any jumpers. None. He, he yeah. made zero. In fact, Katie's whole plan is for you to foul him. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's, that's it. He so, wants that real yeah. bad. And he's like, oh, I almost got it, though. Like, yeah. <laughs> I just love how Michael Malone challenged him tonight with yep. this assignment. Yep. And pretty much just said, all right, Piwot, this is your game. Like, this is your matchup. Let's see what happens. I'm going to give you a shot. 
and he stepped up to the challenge, man, and, and he was awesome. I love how Peyton gets more confident if you put Kevin Durant in front of him. <laughs> you know? He's like, Dude, okay, now I'm ready to Dude, game. that's ex- that's such a good side. Yeah. That's a gamer. That's somebody that, like, step, that, like needs the moment. Like, it responds to the big moment. Like, that... You love to see that. Yep. Well, when a guy has a problem with focus, sometimes the bigger the danger, yeah. the better the focus. And I think there's probably a little bit of that. And one of the challenges for Peyton is going to be, one of the reasons I'm so excited about the nuggets that Calvin Booth is assi- assembling is that it does feel like there's multiple types of defenders. But one of the challenges is going to be that some nights he's not going to be the guy that has the tough defender. He's going to be the guy that has the, oh, you're guarding Caruso tonight. Like, Caruso can't score. Mm. But you need to still be engaged. You still need to follow the assignment of just making plays and doing things. And so I, I kind of think it tracks with Peyton that, oh, I've done KD. I better be zeroed in yeah. because I can't afford yeah. not to be. And if, if you're Calvin Booth, what do we think Calvin Booth's drink of choice is? Rocky? Whiskey? Uh, he could be a scotch fella. Maybe scotch. I'm not going to lie. If you're Calvin Booth, man, you're sitting back after this win and, and throwing back a strong one. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm gonna... Look at the guys who played off the bench tonight. Oh, yeah. Peyton Watson, Christian Brown, Julian Strother. Yeah. All Calvin Booth guys. Yep. Even DeAndre Jordan. Booth Kind boys. of a Calvin Booth guy. Justin Holiday, Calvin Booth guy. Reggie Jackson, Calvin Booth guy. Oh, man. Great take. Cook. Calvin Booth, his fingerprints were all over this win. I mean, all the like, I'm just mainly talking about the bench, like Pewat, Christian Brown, and Julian Strother. This is what Calvin Booth envisioned for the second year. Yeah. Strother oh, had man. a really rough last game, but with the if you exclude that, his last four or five games, I've really liked the way he's played. I really think he's coming on. He's moving with confidence though, man. I'm telling you, there was a, a collective exhale that happened in that Spurs game for whatever reason. Yeah, and it I carried agree. over after that. But there's been this collective exhale where Strother and Peyton and these guys have just seemed to be like re- relaxed, focused, but relaxed. And I think it's such a big thing. All right, we that's our big takeaways. Let's take a break. There's oh. a lot to mine from this one. Jokic versus Nurkic. We have to talk about is DeAndre <laughs> Jordan just the new guy? Is this the new identity? Nurkic. Are we confident in it? Uh, we'll get to all of that on the other side. Uh, can we drop the shirt? Can we drop the shirt? It's not a shirt. Dude, it's not a shirt. The sweater? It's a sweater! It's a sweater! (laughs) It's the season. Anybody know that reference? You don't know it? Anybody in the chat, see if you guys know it. It's a sweater! Yokmich is is (laughs) now 14 days away. Uh, Yeah, 15, whatever. I can't do any math. It's coming, and you want to make sure that you're equipped with... Just the right outfit for the special high holy day of the Denver Nuggets calendar. Uh, I was maybe this is what put me in the place where I really wanted Jokic to just absolutely murder oh, Yusuf Nurkic. Yeah, to sell like a yeah. to just just really get get you in the in the holiday season. All the same, uh, there it is, boys. There it is. I really want this one. I know I work here, but that's actually part of it. You got to get selective. Like there's so much gear, you can't get yeah. it all. You know. Beauty thing I is really, an absolute work of art, man. One, it man. really is a work of art, man. I can't wait to wear it. Is I might wear this not in the holiday season. <laughs> we should all that's wear how them nice it is at the same time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, should all wear them for it's the like same February. Game. I'm like, December 16th. I don't know, man. It's a sweater. All right, let's take it out there. Somebody got it. Eric Worms Williamson, my guy. Three amigos. Uh, El Wapo. 
Eats us? Are we still? I don't think you're allowed to reference that movie anymore in today's uh, climate. Really? The Three Amigos? Yeah, the three white guys that are the Three Amigos. They're wearing suits. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. He can. All right. Both sides of me. I guess you're allowed to. Let's do the end. Let's get to the end. Guys in the NBA, the game can change in an instant. No matter how the action unfolds, you know DraftKings Sportsbook has your back. This week, new customers can score. $150 instantly in bonus bets for betting just five bucks on basketball. Win or lose, you get an instant dub. So if you had five bucks on the Nuggets tonight, or if you had five bucks on the Suns and you're a new user, would have gotten 150 instantly in bonus bets just for betting that $5. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use code DNVR. New customers, if you download right now, you can get $150 instantly in bonus bets for betting just $5 on any basketball game. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code DNVR. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY. Text HOPE-NY to 467-369. In West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. Please play responsibly. In Connecticut, help is available for problems with gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. We have Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas. Must be 21 or older in most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details and state-specific responsible gambling resources. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after assurance. Terms at Sportsbook.DraftKings.com slash basketball terms. The Suns are no match for the Nuggets. The Sun is no match for you and your <laughs> oh, shady rays. Look go. good, feel good, and, you know, feel good about what you're spending with shady rays. It's best to shop with no risk. That's why I do my sunglass shopping with shady rays. I can exchange for a new pair, return them for free within 30 days if I don't love them. And right now, Shady Rays is currently in their biggest sale of the year for Black Friday. Oh, actually, you just we just missed out on that deal. It just ended. But you can still go to Shady Rays, use code DNVR, and try for yourself the Shades rated five stars by over 250,000 people. Great gift, by the way. Great gift. Really great gift. Yeah. And we are back segment two. Let's get into the... Uh, Balkan buddy ball that was going on tonight. What a throwback. <laughs> what a little throwback. Not a lot of buddy. Not a, not, man, so getting Nurkic was a funny move. You know, yeah. I think I don't think that the Suns thought too deeply on it. They just really hated DeAndre Ayton. <laughs> they were like, any port in a storm, any, any center at all. Any just center. get this guy far away. And there was Nurkic available, you know, pretty much for free. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know... I give Nurk this, man. I'll give Nurk this. We've seen Yoke not get up for some big matchups before, and it drives us nuts because it's like, yo, yeah, you the streaks, man. We're out here on your behalf. Nurk gets up for this one every time. Every time. Every yeah. single time he gets up for it. He went for 31 points, which is the third most he's ever scored. He scored it a few times, 31, 32, wow. and then 33, his his high. He got up for, for this game, and he went at Yoke. And to be honest, Yoke manhandled him for a half. And in the second half, I think Nurk at least probably played him to a draw. And what I remember for the second half was just one-on-one. Yeah, a lot of it. Like, the Suns' offense when Nurkic was on the floor was just to give him the ball on the block and let him go one-on-one against Jokic. Like, they liked that matchup. Yes, they did. And it worked for them a lot. It was working. Yes, it did. (laughs) It really did, man. I hated that so much. It sucked, but it did. Nurkic had a great game, but... With getting up for this game every time comes a lot of personal fouls. 
Yes, it's dude, a that, big part of it. That it's is a, the thing is that Yo- Nurkic had a very good game. This is the game. best we've seen him play against Jokic in a very long time. It is always very important to him, and he cost the Suns the game. He got a flagrant foul to foul out. To it foul sealed out. the victory, like for the Denver Nuggets. He was, it was sixty seconds that away is from the, a That is the Yusuf Nurkic experience. He is so like. He is so much more athletic, bigger in so many ways than Jokic, whatever. But he is just, he does not have the mental uh, game, obviously, that Jokic has. He makes terrible decisions at bad times. He takes bad shots. But, man, he was on it tonight, and you have to hand it to him. Like, it was a big deal to him, obviously. And... It, I like I n- nothing makes me happier happier than just laughing at the futility of a Yusuf Nurkic outing, but man, I like I got he he played well tonight, but he also lost the game for them. So yeah. screw you, Nurkic. Nurkic. The Yoke is funny because we talked about him in the pregame uh, about oh he's scoring all these points and he just wants to score, and then he comes out tonight and drops sixteen assists and for the first half looked like he didn't want or need to score and it was great. Denver had a one forty six offensive rating at the half. I saw people saying, Yoke needs to shoot more. I'm sitting here thinking, guys, you can't play better than that on offense. They scored all the points. (laughs) They scored one and a half points every time they came down the court. That's like an insane rate. Um, But in the second half, he did pick it up a a little bit as a scorer. Here's here's my takeaway from it, and I'm curious what you think, Wind. Nurk took it seriously. Tonight, I think Yoke outplayed him just because Yoke's the better player, but we'll call it a draw because for Nurk to play as well as he did is a draw for, for them. I don't care. I don't care. Part of me sits here and goes, I love the false hope that peop- that Suns fans have in Yusef Nurkic to be able to go at Nikola Jokic. Because I've seen it even on the timeline. I've seen it from different people of like, hey, I don't know, man. Nurk, well, it's a good one. Like, we got this. I go, man, I hope every game kind of looks like this. So they get to the playoffs and are like, okay, we have our plan. We're going to use yeah. Nurkic against Jokic, and that's, yeah. and that's our plan. I'll take it a step further. I think somebody else who was happy with that might have been Nikola Jokic. I kind of, I love this. Just go with it. <laughs> I think he might be playing the long game here. <laughs> Bill, Bill, I, Bill Russell versus Will yeah, Chamberlain. I think he might Normally, be like, all right, Nurk, get your confidence up. I can't stop this guy. Feel good about going at me in the post. Maybe, maybe the Phoenix Suns like. Maybe they should center more their offense around Yusuf Nurkic based on how he did tonight. That's the key. That's how they maybe got him in the game. In every other setting, I'd be like, what are you talking about? <laughs> Jokic? I'm like, yeah, it's probably, yeah, probably right. Nicole Jokic always <laughs> knows right. exactly what he's doing. I would not be surprised if he's perfectly fine with how Yusuf Nurkic played tonight. He's perfectly fine with how Yusuf Nurkic scored on him, and he's looking ahead to the playoffs. How crazy does that take? <laughs> it's it's not that That's crazy. The thing. It's not <laughs> I know, dude. That. I, the, by the, the way, we also like with in the same breath, like you very much credit to Nurkic who was going off. Going off. But there is a little bit of if you guys want to go to this all night, you can. We're gonna generate better offense more consistently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. And for sure. Especially if that team is fully healthy. Tonight I actually was like, please stop going to Nurkic. This is working. Because Durant was gas. But when they're fully healthy, does feel like if you want to do that instead of letting Devin Booker make decisions and cook, like from the Denver perspective, very comfortable with that. Very comfortable with that. But, um, you know, he had it going tonight. I just can't get over the fact that he was 60 seconds away from, like, one of the best games of his career, and he couldn't stay on the floor for the end of it. (laughs) 
Not it was the most avoidable foul ever. It was so. That's the thing. I know some people were like, "Was it a flagrant?" I don't know. It was a. You didn't have to do that. It was, it was also it. a. I what you just saw it coming. Not totally. necessarily like yeah. He, he like he was going to do something. Like he's if if not the long long game like the let's give you Yusuf Nurkic more confidence than he deserves play by Jokic to get him into that position like paid off in that moment like that is something you'd be like all right yeah like get all revved up guy like we will see you do something where you're out of control and you cost your team literally cost your team the game yeah um so i just thought that was a funny one you know what we'll let's do something we haven't done in a long time really dude in honor of the balkan the balkan buddy ball you know, in honor of that, we oh, have ourselves kill. some rocket. Now, where did we get this rocket from? At the airport in Belgrade. <laughs> I thought there was, was going to be a cooler story. I, 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 it you was given to me free? By, yeah, by a friend I made. It was, <laughs> it was the guy who <laughs> loads the bags onto the plane. At the airport Eric was like, what would you recommend for rockia? Yeah. No, the funniest story this is, is actually I'm, smeared off. The funniest story I've told is that when I was in the last time I was in the Belgrade airport, I asked Christina, what rockia should I buy? when there are many, many, many hundreds of brands. And I was like, what kind of Rocky should I get? And she's like, pear. And I was like, yeah, that makes sense. Like, if you get all of your Rocky made out of a bathtub, like, you don't think about the brand I recommend. You think about... <laughs> I know. Uh, I'm drinking Rocky out of a water bottle in Belgrade. I was never thinking about what, brand what is this? flavor it was. Yeah, what flavor? Just, like, get through this thing, man. Uh, Jivali. 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 As good as I remember it. Yeah. It's pretty good. Tastes like the Belgian That was airport. genuinely really good. Hey, you're welcome. Dude, it's so hot now. Like, my whole body just raised like <laughs> 10 degrees. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Michael Porter, 8 of 16 tonight, 04 from 3. 19 points, 10 rebounds, another double-double. You guys saw the stat I put out the other day? Yep. Now, eight games with double-figure rebounds. Eight games. I think his career high is 15, which he did all the way back in his sophomore season. I think that's a very meaningful thing that he is so cognizant of getting to the boards. What I'll yeah. say of Mike is that he is in a tough spot and that they were going to him a lot and he was playing with so much confidence in the first quarter. And then he like literally didn't touch the ball in the second quarter. He was like so disrupted from the Classic. game. And then still, it's on him to get it back yeah. in the third and the fourth. And I don't think he ever did. Never caught his rhythm. Um, but that was his game. So kind of an interesting one. I'll throw to you. Yeah, I actually thought he played a, a good game. Because he contributes all the way. Four assists. Yep, good good energy from start to finish, I thought. So, like, yes, he did, in terms of getting touches, fade to the background. But I thought his defense, his rebounding energy was good. Four assists. He did turn it over twice. But I, I kind of like the way Mike's moving the ball right now, reading the floor. There's a lot more decisiveness yeah. in it. Dude, he started off so decisive. Uh, Very he, decisive. He did end up shooting 50% in this game, even with those three-point misses. I can't believe he missed that shot in the corner. But the step back was a big shot, man. It was a big shot and a big moment of the game. Uh, I kind of think he misread the action. Like, how is he not ready to catch and shoot that three? But he turned it into something, and that shot mattered. I thought Mike was was a pretty good guy in his role tonight, like a BB plus kind of night. Um, you know, he didn't. We did call for him to get closer to twenty than fifteen points per game. Kind of sneaks in there with nineteen. Uh, you know, it's a pretty good game, and if he hits his threes, you're calling it a very good game, I think. You want to know a crazy stat? What's up? This is only the eighth time in his career that he's had four or more assists. Eight. 
This is one of the high, his highest five, by the way. So this is the second highest he's ever had. He in had six. six in the playoffs last year. So. Well, it's a, yeah, this yeah. is a regular season. Yeah, I that was going to be the point I was going to get to. I felt like I had this revelation watching Michael Porter today, and I could kind of see the story of the story and the shape that his season might take. I think last year was about him buying it on defense, leveling up there, and kind of sticking to his role and doing exactly what the Nuggets needed him to. I think this year with Michael Porter is about him becoming a complete offensive player. And I think we're seeing that more and more maybe every game. The assist tonight, the playmaking, he's getting to the rim more than ever. He's not taking that three every opportunity that he gets. He's looking to create different shots for himself. He's becoming a more well-rounded and more complete offensive player. And I can just kind of see into the future where I just think it's something that's going to keep developing all season long. Yeah. That's what I think the story of this season of Michael Porter is going to be. I hope you're right. Like this is, um, this was a game where again, obviously we don't have Jamal Murray. So you need another starter to be like, okay, yoke, let's do it. And Michael Porter jr. To everybody's point. So confident, so decisive, so effective like it's weird when michael porter jr is tentative like we said this at some point in the past it's like you look at him he's just like gifted physically he's gifted in so many ways it's like why are you not confident in every situation you walk in like why are you not confident when like somebody's asking you a math problem like everything just everything you should just walk around and exude confidence and when he just starts knocking down shots. You're like, oh my god, man! It is. How do we have this play? How do we have this guy too? Like, it's unreal. To Win's point, it sounds so silly and simple. I feel like he's literally picking his head up more and looking for guys and cutters. And he usually is only looking at the rim when he picks his head up. But I honestly think, and this is we're talking very small degrees. You know, this is a guy who whose sure. career high is five assists per Last game. Last year, this year feels like a big difference. Yeah, I, I honestly think he's kind of picking his head up and looking for cutters and looking for the extra pass in a way he didn't before. Uh, I think he's playing pretty well right now. The last handful of games, and tonight, two two steals and a block tonight as well. I, like I thought, is just good activity. Good activity on the road. Five assists last game, four tonight. So his two highs for the year come in the last two games. And I'm going to agree with you guys. Um, but I think D-line raises an interesting perspective on this, and that is that, Mike, shooters often have this mentality of you have to always have it in your head, no hesitation, no doubt, no second guessing. That ball hits you, boom, let it go. And Mike, part of what's made him such a great shooter is that he's willing to take the bad shots, sometimes too much. I feel like he's overcorrected so far this year to where he is passing up not many but he's passing up some shots where I'm like, yeah, but that's yours. Just take it. I agree. And tonight, like, he passed up the one where he passed to Justin Holiday, and Justin Holiday hits the shot. So it worked out great. But it is one of those things where, like, when he catches fire, especially tonight, oh when he caught God. fire, I just wanted him to shoot every time. Like, shoot, just keep so shooting, beautiful. man. You're going to make them. It's such a beautiful sight, dude. When Mike is cooking, it's like. It's the best. Oh, God, dude. It's the best. And know. I know he's not Jokic. Everyone on the team knows like, all right, slow it down, find yoke if you don't have a lane, like a fast break lane. Just slow it down, where's yoke? But I wish there was a little bit more when Mike has a first quarter like that. Like, hey, Peyton, don't shoot the ball. Like, respectfully, like, find, yeah. find Mike. And that it, one is more to me on Malone, though. I, I'm with you. I'm with you there. But there, there's 
So like, so, I think he bears responsibility for when he fades into the background a little bit, but there's a little there, like there are, unless it's Jokic, there are times where I'm like, you guys should not be shooting when he's this hot. Like he should shoot. So I two two things, man. I I want to be very careful with this because I don't want to go playing pop psychologist is the dumbest thing we can do, right? So we do every, but show. we do do it every show. If you watched <laughs> Curious Mike, oh, one boy. of the parts I saw, there are two things that stand out to me. One was Michael Porter effusively calling Jokic the best player he's ever seen, which I just find interesting. You sometimes wonder, you know, what a guy he's like, when I watch Jokic, I'm just like, that's the best person that's ever played basketball or whatever. So he's know? finally convinced he's better than Mason Plumlee. <laughs> finally, we've, we've, we've gotten to that point. We've come so far. Yeah. God makes the best. Just, so just want to make sure. Only the was, most curious mind could come to that <laughs> conclusion. But there was the second part in Curious Mike where he's asking Aaron Gordon, he says, I think you and AG, you, you and Yoke have better chemistry than even Jamal. How did you get such good chemistry with them? And he's like, you know, if you just talk to Yoke, he'll tell you where to go or how to cut or something like that. And it made me think like... Yo, go tell Mike what to do. <laughs> like, come on. Because Mike has, to me, he doesn't... One of the things is I still don't think he necessarily reads the court better, but he's trying. And I'm just like, yo, tell him, like, it's all... Re Basketball's all, like, they're not that complex, man. Right. Like, you set the flare screen and then you slip to the basket. Right. Or you yeah. come around... The, like, there's only so many reads and they just recur in different combinations over and over again. And I just feel like AG is a guy that Yoke's like, yeah, when you do that, then do this and I'll pass it to you every time. Right. And I just feel like Mike needs four or five of those. Right now he's got one or two. I know, I know. I'm I think them. it's partly also about Mike wanting to explore his game. AG got to Denver, had already been exploring his game for the last six seasons in Orlando, and decided he just wants to fit in a role and do whatever he needed to do to win. <sighs> I wonder if Mike wants to see what else he's got in his bag, and that might be why we're seeing yeah. him try a little more variance in his offensive game. So I don't think it's that. I th this is what I think. I mean, it might be in part. I'm pretty sure it's a, a million things. But here's what I really think. I always talk about running backs and receivers, right? Like a running back is you work on the game with, with the ball in your hand. How do I get moves? And then a receiver is how do I get open off ball? What are my reads? Mike has the one specific one that he goes to a lot is that flare screen and then slip. So he'll mm -hmm. set a flare screen. Yoke will either hit the player he's flaring for or Michael slip to the basket, hits a bounce pass, and he gets it. Mike, to me, runs that one the same way every single time, and it works a lot because that's just, the you know, it, it's a play that works. But there are nuances to it. And on the list today, I highlighted Justin Holiday perfectly setting up one that was not open on the initial action. He runs it. Jeff Green and Dylan Brooks switch, and Justin Holiday. Like if that was Michael Porter, I think Michael Porter would have been like, "Ah, oh, damn, they read it." Right. And now what do we do? And Yoke probably turns around and just goes the other direction. Justin Holiday recognizes it and then sets up by dragging uh, Dylan Brooks above the foul line and then cutting hard. He's basically saying, "Oh, so they did this. So the next move is to do this and set up this play." And that's what I'm talking about with Mike. Is there's these little things that he can just learn the subtleties that create all the things he already knows. They just create them more frequently for him. And I think that, to me, he's not a running back. He's a receiver. But he can be a way better route runner because he's the ultimate catcher, you know, when he's yeah. open, like, for finishing him. Yeah. Does that I make like sense? That. It does. It I does. I, are we talking about football? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I also think a lot of that can can come with time and, and just more experience yeah. and just more savvy. Yeah. And Michael Porter... 
he's been in the league for a bit, but still a young player. And maybe maybe if he just talks to Nikola Jokic a little bit more, he'll he'll tell him what to do. AG learned these. I mean, AG was not good at this stuff early on. Yeah. I always remember his first preseason. After he'd already played the one the end of the year, his first preseason, I remember, specifically remember this play where they run a 5-4 pick and roll. Yoke jumps and throws it to where Aaron Gordon was supposed to be, and he just didn't read it. And Yoke's like, right. damn it. And he was so mad. Like, Aaron Gordon didn't know how to do this. And he's learned in short order. And I just, when I heard that, and he's like, yeah, man, and, you know, you talk to Yoke, and he said, he'll tell you. I was like, Porter, talk to Yoke. Man. I know. Like, just, I know. he'll tell you exactly it's how to make It's almost like reads. the game, the game is sure already I'm sure easy for him. It could be so much easier. Yeah. Right. Right, well said. They need, he needs to think of himself like um, Ed McCaffrey, you know? Like Are you talking about football again? Yeah, we're talking about football again. Where it's like, you get, with Elway, receiver. you get with Elway and you ask him, like, hey, man, what did you see on that missed pass to yeah. me? What did I do? Oh, okay, I'll do this then. And, like, this is how you get on the same page. Yeah. All right, let's take a break. On the other side, we got to get into DeAndre Jordan. Mainstay? Ooh. I can't. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. Was there another, oh, I thought you were going to finish that pitch. <laughs> that tease. <laughs> Mainstay, I was like, or? Oh, that's it. Or not. We'll find out. If you need tickets to concert shows, sporting events, check out the Game Time app. Uh, download the Game Time app. Use code DNVR. You're going to get 20 bucks off your first purchase. It's that easy. Download the Game Time app. Create an account. Use code DNVR. $20 off. Your first purchase, Nuggets tickets, Avs tickets, Broncos tickets, concert shows, sporting events, whatever you need, Game Time has you covered. They've got these great last minute price drops as well. Fire up the Game Time app a little bit before the Nuggets game. There might be a huge price drop on there. You might be able to go for cheap. Tickets make great holiday gifts as well. Oh my, do they. The best holiday gifts. Uh, so download the Game Time app, create an account, use code DNVR, $20 off your first purchase. Man, speaking of purchases, have you ever been to Kind Love? It's Heck one of yeah. the first dispensaries in Colorado. It's been around since 2010, known for cultivating some of the highest quality cannabis in the state. And uh, the purchase point, uh, it's a great place to go buy some pot. Right now, if you go and you use code DNVR, you get 25% off all non-sale pre-sale items. Not, yeah, all non-sale items. You get 25% off in-store when you go to Kind Love and mention code DNVR. Check out their tur turbo core technology. Check out check out their wide and vast array of quality cannabis from flower to edibles, however you like to get this stuff. You can get it at Kind Love. Visit one of their stores in Cherry Creek or North Denver. Mention DNVR, receive the DNVR exclusive discount of 25% off or check out their website at kindlove.com. Guys, don't forget also to check out all the great stuff we have going on at DNVR. Of course, the new sweater. Uh, it's a sweater. sweater. We have a new sweater. Sweatshirt. Is that a sweater? <laughs> it's a sweatshirt. Oh. We have this conversation every time a sweatshirt comes up. And I you still don't remember the They refer to it as a sweater. a sweater. A sweater is a knit item. Yeah, that yeah the material. That's what yeah. the cotton sweater for okay. me. A sweatshirt is uh, made of, well, yes, cotton, but it's <laughs> fleece or terry. and Terry. Uh, but a sweater is, is typically knit, and that's what makes it a sweater. Okay. Sweaters get all scratchy. You know? Your grandmother would make you a sweater or, or yeah. she would buy you a sweatshirt. Okay. okay. All right. What is this one? This is a sweatshirt <laughs> that is made to look like a sweater. So if I say sweater, I'm wrong. I don't want people to expect something that is not. That, that, that is the, the, form, by the form is not um, knit. Okay. Buy our sweater sweatshirt. Yeah. 
right, there you go. Uh, also, check out the great written content, primarily coming from oh, these two gentlemen on the end. They always have great stuff, the game grades, the stories. Honestly, they're bringing it all the time. And if you haven't signed up for our newsletter, we've got a newsletter going on with unique and uh, original stories from one other, none other than Harrison Wynn. Are you wondering why Jeff Green didn't get a ring this week? Yes. I dove into it in detail. The, the nice thing about the newsletter is it just shows up in your inbox. It can You can, at work, make it look like you're working. Yeah. You're just like, I'm just reading emails right now, Bob. <laughs> Sorry. And it's Harrison's article. Yeah. He's like, I can see that that email is not work. Like, like, Wait, email, I'm checking email. <laughs> you don't understand. I'm reading emails. Um, so sign up for the, for the newsletter. Guys, the Nuggets bench has an identity. Tonight, the Nuggets bench, Peyton Watson plus three, DeAndre Jordan plus two, Christian Brown plus five, oh Julian Strother plus zero. Or should I say minus zero? He does not a negative at all. They have a new identity around Reggie Jackson and DeAndre Jordan, the old pick and roll. is prevalent in the first half more so than the second half, but I don't know, D-Line. Is this a thing that is... Is this like for now? Is this forever? Listen, man. uh, Until it doesn't work? Yeah, we've seen a, a complete rebirth of the bench, and... All it took was totally different people. (laughs) 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 Uh, Listen, but like the Reggie DeAndre Jordan thing is very real. It didn't play out the entire game, but there is something to those two playing off one another. There is something about like younger players getting confidence. Like the idea that we have a bench that's just not a absolute like sieve for points that just, they're not just losing every time that they go out and putting it right back onto the starters so they have to come back in and start the work all over again is huge. The Nuggets bench was so ineffective for so many parts of last season. They figured it out in the end, and what happens? And like now it feels like we're starting from a, a better place. And, you know, like, the sky is... The sky was already the limit, but, like, I just love what we're seeing out of uh, just the just the people understanding like what their roles are. It's, it's everything. Yeah, you can't deny it. You can't deny that they've looked way more organized, oh, centered no. around that Reggie Jackson, DeAndre Jordan pick and roll. They have a sense of what they're trying to do. Every possession, they have a sense of what they're going for. They don't have that when it's Zeke out there. He's just not the same type of role threat that DeAndre Jordan is, and. The Nuggets don't seem to trust him to be that either. Like, do I think Zeke is dead? No. He's, he's still going to factor into this season. Uh, but for now, for now. He might be dead for now. I say roll with this. <laughs> that was crazy. <laughs> but for now, he is. He is dead. He's currently dead. <laughs> I'd roll with this for now because this is as organized as the second unit yeah. has looked in. A while. A very long time. I, I honestly think there's just, is there a matchup where that's too small for DeAndre or he's played too many nights recently and he's an older player, he needs a rest? I would but, bet we don't see him tomorrow. But if he's fresh. Oh, DeAndre. DeAndre. Yeah, yeah okay. Maybe yeah. that's a good point, Eric. But if he, let's say everyone's healthy and fresh and, <laughs> and good to go, it's, it's hard to argue against right now. And yeah. Wynn brought up the role point and... The Nuggets haven't really had a consistent, effective roller in the non-Jokic minutes since Plumlee. Maybe you could argue a couple guys, um, you know, that could have done the job, but they just didn't play much or didn't play well here. Even Boogie, who did play well, rolling was not what he did. And it just makes life different for the point guard. 
makes life easier for Reggie Jackson. And we've watched a lot of guards off the bench kind of, you know, mired in futility without any real act, like with without the defense, you know, fearing the big at all. Yeah. And DeAndre's role in lob threat really does provide something. And and that's that's hard to miss right now watching this team. And, and it's it's hard to, to think that they should go away from it anytime soon. What I like about it is how much it really locks the other guys into a simplified role. Oh, because great. a lot of the other lineups have featured like everyone touching the ball and not knowing what to do because it's not really their skill set. Whereas these lineups, they're almost there's an initial action every single time, and it's the Reggie pick and roll. And so the defense is already in scramble mode by the time it gets into the hands of a Strother or a Brown or or uh, Watson. And I think that just suits their games where, I mean, what did we see tonight? Really, the last couple games, what have we seen? Peyton Watson looking competent, putting the ball on the floor and doing stuff. Like, I still get nervous every time he yeah. drives to the basket. Yep. Still, like, yeah. you're still holding on to the... But tonight, he actually made more plays, I, at least my recollection, was that he made more positive plays off the bounce than negative ones. They were all found money, because I don't expect any of them, but he had a couple of them tonight. I don't... I do. Here's my fear about this lineup, though. They haven't really been detested defensively yet. and that's They the, haven't been detested. I I detested them. <laughs> they haven't been tested defensively in a way that I think teams will in short order. Yeah, like that's going to happen when you play the Clippers and Suns. <laughs> well, yeah, that's actually a great point. But I do think that that is coming, and I am fearful that it's going to look pretty rough because DeAndre Jordan is an old-school center. And there's a lot more pick and roll and a lot more just like quick guards and stuff. And I don't think he'll and he got well. burned tonight on one. Yeah, yeah. absolutely burned. And that that clip is just one play, but like that's the concern. That's why he's not out there all the time. Right. Yeah. yeah. But then like for every one of those plays, there were plays where right, right. <laughs> it allowed Reggie Jackson just to go straight line to the basket and finish. It's like yeah. it's the give and take. Right. Like, You're weighing was, these things is. Right, I, I, I kind of buy the offense. I actually think the offense it's, is, is sustainable. It's completely it's the, sustainable. Reggie but it's the defense that I just wonder. And you know what? Maybe Christian Brown, Peyton Watson, those are really freaking good defenders. Maybe they're enough to make up for some of this. Yeah. I mean, time will tell. Time will tell. But at the moment, I certainly seem to enjoy it and have a lot more confidence in it. Let's talk about this as a, a last thing for the segment. Do the Suns scare you? The Nuggets don't play the Suns again, I believe, until March. So they are done... I imagine by the time they play them again, this teams will be more close to healthy. But March 5th right now is when they're next slated to play against the, the Suns. That one will be in Denver. Are you, do you, are you afraid of them? How can you be afraid of the Suns at this point? Like, what the Suns did from last year to this year was that they got rid of a bunch of guys and then added guys that, can't, that don't play. Like, they, <laughs> so far. He, what like, happened to Watson Navi? Yeah, he just didn't. He, I think he, he might be hurt too. Like, I, I no, mean, he plays. He plays. Listen, man. There's a like, lot of they, hype about him in the offseason. Yeah. Uh, DNP, coach's decision. Obviously, coach's decision? Yeah, obviously, like, they didn't have all of their players. We didn't have all of our players. But, I mean, I don't know what. Like, they don't even know what it would look like to have their big three play together. It literally has not happened. I don't think you could. I, I think. Brad Beal is like not it's not even something I'm thinking about. I don't know, know how you can. Like yeah. and beyond that, like I mean, what have they done to improve over last year's team that makes you nervous uh against the Denver Nuggets who took them out like a little bit nervous but then rolled over them in the last two games in the the playoffs. Like I don't know how you could unless you're just like 
are a person who likes to be nervous. Like, how, how can you be nervous? Am I nervous? No. Like, the Nuggets will beat the Suns in the playoffs. But can the Suns make it a series? Yeah, they can. Just like they made it a series last year. And we always like to talk about, oh, it only won six games because Devin Booker got hotter than anybody's ever gotten. 80%. That's, what, that's what they do. He can do that again. Yeah, totally can. Devin Booker's yeah. playing at a level where he can do that exact same thing he did last year in the playoffs again against the Nuggets. For two games, I agree. And we'll say the same thing. And, I mean, anytime you can push a, a series to six games... It's it's a series like that's a real series at that point. You never know what can happen in those last two games if everybody right you know, as long as everybody's healthy. Um, they have a couple horses. I don't trust their role players. I don't trust Yusef Nurkic. That is the that is the ultimate reason why I'm not scared of the Suns, but they could take the Nuggets to six again. They can't guard, man. That's it. They can't guard. Yep. Denver was on the road without Jamal Murray and Aaron Gordon tonight, and Porter and Jokic scored a combined 40 points. Not that much, really. Um, and Denver dropped 119. And, like, I didn't – I they just can't guard. And that's – I think that they can – the talent's there. Like, if they're healthy, they can put it together. They can score. They can scare you. I think Wynn's point is, is right. Like, as much as that series was kind of ultimately – like, Denver won that decidedly – it was briefly very scary in those games, but this team just can't guard. I don't think they can. I don't think they can win enough games, enough series in a row with this level of defense. This is why I feel this way too. And like, look, anybody can beat anybody. It's basketball, it's sports. Yeah. Like it could happen. But when you ask me, like, is this team like how serious are they? I look at them and I go, they had a one thirty one offensive rating at halftime, and they were lucky to be down seven, only because of a Denver collapse in the final two minutes. Now, is Bradley Beal and Devin Booker going to fix their defense? Probably not, man. You know what I mean? Probably not. You look at that and go, 131 offensive rating is great, but Denver was scoring easy. Denver was scoring really easy, and they scored easy in the playoffs last year. Mm -hmm. I just look at that and I go, that's not a team that I think defends at a championship level, and I don't know if they have the players. And the players that they do have that defend, like Josh Okogie, man, he gets after it. You know what he can't do? Shoot. Shoot finish at the rim you know for, like for that team to guard they have to play two guys that can't shoot yeah that's just like not a good spot to be in so i think they're a little i mean we'll see there's a lot of season left but at the of moment course. i look at them and i go that's not the way i would construct a contender you know that's just not how i would do it so right. we'll see right. all right let's take a break on the other side super chats and then we're gonna go home <laughs> sorry i was just looking at what frank vogel had to say after this game oh god what do you say uh, I don't know. I, can, I have yeah, I have one as well yeah. for the other side. Uh, guys, if you're looking for a great holiday gift, hit up the good folks at Breckenridge Distillery. Yes. It'd be a great gift for your dad. Yep. Your uncle, your friend. Yep. You know, when you get to a certain age, just the best gift to give somebody is just a bottle of liquor. Give them some bourbon from Breckenridge Distillery. I love Breck Distillery, by the way. So good. They have really good bourbon. Really good stuff. BreckenridgeDistillery.com. They do home delivery um, of their award-winning Breckenridge Spirits products available in all 50 states, so you don't just have to be in Colorado. Uh, but with the holidays coming up, don't think too hard about presents. Yeah, when, when you think too hard, that's that's when you mess up. I when know. you try to get too cute with it. Just go with the bourbon. <laughs> straight. Easy. Nobody's going to be mad about that. Uh, hit up Breckenridge Bourbon, uh, Breckenridge Distillery, BreckenridgeDistillery.com.
Yeah, especially if you have, if you have an MPJ fan in your life, get them a Denver Broncos themed bottle of bourbon. <laughs> or how about some beer? Let's stick with Breckenridge because we know Breckenridge Brewery makes yeah. those Breck beers that we love so much here at DNVR. Oh yeah, you can try almost all of them at the DNVR bar here at the corner of York and Colfax, or. You can go to the Breck Brew Locator. Go to their website, find the beer locator tool. Tell it what beer you're looking for. Tell it where you're standing currently. It'll tell you where to go next. So whether you want to try the Avalanche Amber Ale, the Mile High City Nuggets Beer, the Broncos Country Pale Ale, the Fun Slinger, man, check it all out with the Breck Beer Locator and enjoy those delicious Breck brews. So Jokic is up to 9.6 assists per game. I think he's 8 below 10 per game. Is that what it is? He's 8 off pace. Did you already do this? Yeah, you did do the math. I, I yeah. saw somebody tweet it out. He's got to pick up eight assists to get to 10. Which, I mean, will take a few games probably, but, I mean, he's trending up. Yoke, man, his reads. It's funny because we think about how can he get better. So far this year, knock on wood because who knows, but so far the two areas, I mean, I think he's more aggressive and, you know, whatever, confident. But the two areas where I think he's actually improved are his touch is actually better than ever right now. Now it's small enough sample size that he can go through Although a slump. I missed that one freaking layup tonight. He did miss that one. My that was so weird. God. But his touch is yeah. somehow better. But check out our YouTube short, by the way, with some of the stats that are pretty hilarious. His touch is somehow better. So he got better at the thing he was already the best of all time at. And I think his decision making has gotten faster. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, I don't know if it could be better because he makes the right choice decisions, but he's almost seeing everything quicker now, and he's yeah. coaching on the court more. And I do feel that way. I it's like the things we didn't think he gets better at was touch and IQ, and I think they've actually both gotten better. Yeah, and his reading of the floor is just insane, man. I mean, if he saw every play five passes ahead of time last season, he's seeing it ten passes ahead this year. It's It's disgusting it's it's like it's hard to even describe because we've just never seen anybody read the game like him and he's doing it at the highest level he ever has he's like lawnmower man yeah he is like lawnmower man you guys seen that movie no Nobody's seen the lawnmower movie. Lawnmower Man. Actually, when are you can. <laughs> what? <laughs> he had never seen lawnmower. He's no. like, he's becoming Kale? so smart that. <laughs> no. I actually, I actually. Yeah, I you have seen it, right? It was a big movie back in the it day. Was you guys. This, yeah, it was It was actually like, kind of a big deal. I think it's like, a Stephen King. Uh, is that what it is? I think it's a Stephen King adaptation. If I'm not he's mistaken. like, he's like uh, artificial intelligence, where we're all kind of like, oh, this is fun, and it's like getting smarter beyond our comprehension now, and we're like, oh god, I didn't realize how quick this curve is. It does um, sound like an Adam Sandler movie, though. One more bit. We're just set in Hawaii for no reason. <laughs> Drew to be honest, I remember it kind of being one of those movies that's serious, but if you added a laugh track, it would be funny. Um, all right, let's keep going here. What was the other question I Is have? Stephen King? Is oh, Stephen we have King some story? quotes. We have some quotes uh, cool. now. Ike sent you one, Kale. Do you want to bring up Yusuf Nurkic postgame? Just can't wait for us to be healthy, man. Shit. <laughs> Can I say something? PHNX, our brothers and sisters, clowned us for saying if only they had Jamal Murray. I know. I love that they are now the team that's like, man, we were only held. We are guys. I can't wait. Shit. What is that? that We're bigger than this. We're bigger than this. We're better than this. You know what? We are better than this. We're above it. They were shorthanded tonight. No Bradley Beal, who theoretically plays for them. You had a quote. Um, it was Frank Vogel on what happened late in the fourth quarter. 
and he said uh, they stopped calling fouls. Oh, I love it. I love you know it. what? You're right, Frank. It. That is what happened. Toughen up. You're right. Buttercup. They stopped calling fouls. Nuggets, <laughs> Nuggets 7 of 12 from the foul line. Uh, the Suns 24 of 26. But I'm sure they just, you know. But the, cra- dude, the wildest part is that the, at the very end of the game when the Nuggets, the Suns were trying to foul the Nuggets, they still <laughs> yeah. were like, <laughs> like, we're not sending you to the line. Nicole, you know. got your six free throws. That You hit your limit. Kevin Durant shot more free throws than the Nuggets tonight. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man, so bad. All right, let's get to some Super Chats, Gail. God, I love... You. A wise man once said, winning is fun and losing sucks. I know, dude. <laughs> Those shirts are in, by the way, right? Oh, yeah, yes. They are. Big Honey. Piwot shut KD down in the second half. Great to see his defense shut out against one of the best scorers Did in the, in the league. Did it in the second quarter, too, man. What so beautiful. It's just Jordan, 420-69. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Every time. Frank Vogel going off his tits late game after the foul on Yoke. Bro, you guys have 14 more attempts than Denver at the line. Take some kind dude, love, homie. Frank Vogel's still got to size up in the quarters, it, man. I've been saying this for three oh, dude, years. Yeah, he does. He's got to go size up. You're so right. Years. This is the best take. The He's orange really is not a good look. Yeah. you got to go a size up. It's like one of his first takes. All right. It's like a, a mandarin stuck in a fishing net. It's <laughs> Reamweaver 10. Pumpkin. Every time pumpkin, Yoke goes yeah. against Nurk, it seems personal. It sure does. Uh, I wonder why that is. Yeah, because it is. It's absolutely personal. 5-5-5-5-5-ish. I'll take any kind of win, especially if it's against the Sun. Uh, Joker plus Curious Mike plus KCP plus <laughs> Fireman. Mike. Plus, Fireman uh, plus Reggie. Plus Reggie. <laughs> Plus Brown, plus Christian, P- yeah, uh, P- plus P. Watt. P. Watt also could be the eight ball. That's his self anointed emoji. Yeah. Plus DJ. Oh, there's no DJ. Equals. How could that be a DJ? He's got to no. be old man or but something. But it's like a, r- a record. I know record. Oh yeah, spinner All records. the nuggets are good. <laughs> All the nuggets we got are good. The we got <laughs> yeah, do Naji now. <laughs> I guess you, 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 I, you I know what this says, but I can't. <laughs> oh my god. Heat versus Nuggets? What is this? My damn microwave? <laughs> <laughs> but hang on, podcast listeners, there's a twist. It's in Spanish. <laughs> That's awesome. It's in Spanish. <laughs> what, what, what is this person doing? Dude, we have the best show. <laughs> they pay oh, money every no. show. Tokres <laughs> Musen, it's a 7 a.m. Saturday here in Denmark. The wife and kids are sleeping. I've been up since 4.30 watching the game and having Hell a, yeah. a pre yokemas party by myself. <laughs> Glad to have you guys to enjoy the day. Oh, Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Very oh, early Yokemas. I love thinking about those things. People all over the world joining hands. Is that it? That's it. Oh, that's it. Um, hit that outro music. I will say, man, Peyton, this was one of those games where his ceiling shines because I love Strother. I love Christian Brown. I love those guys. But like nights like this, you see Peyton Watson. You're like, man, that guy really is something. And he's got something. The Nuggets, we're focused on the here and now. You don't want to get too far ahead of yourself. The Nuggets need to win a title this year. And Peyton Watson's most optimistic role is likely that of Christian Brown's role last year. If that. If, you know, if, if that. But nights like tonight, you see it and you go like, yeah, but if. But if they just kind of stay together and grow and everybody kind of becomes their best self, Peyton Watson is like a menace, an absolute menace. And then this team goes into dynasty mode, which is, uh, you know, Calvin Booth's whole philosophy was this year was going to be a tough one. But if they do everything right, they can still win and be set up. And we all know that's a small needle to thread, but 
Nights Like Tonight, man, you feel like they might just do it. Project Dynasty looking good. It's looking nice, good. It's nice that when the, the project includes uh, Nikola Jokic and Jamal Murray and oh, the, Mike yep. Porter Jr. They are front and center of the project. Any parting words? Let's do it again tomorrow night. Uh, let's do it again tomorrow night. Hit that like again. button on the way out. Buy a sweater. We'll see you tomorrow. Let's go. It's a sweatshirt. Sweatshirt. It's a sweatshirt. <laughs> it's a sweatshirt. <laughs> <laughs>